Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey guys, uh, welcome to the first episode or, of the reboot of the Hoof and the Hefeweizens podcast. I'm Alex. And uh, I am Ruben, a.k.a. Reddit Mavericks. Alright, and so we're halfway through the season now. Um, I know I had started the podcast with like one or two episodes at the beginning of the year, beginning of 2018. Uh, but now, moving into 2019, we're going to be doing this together. I'm thinking we're probably going to be doing it weekly. Um, but we wanted to get a first episode out here to kind of give you guys a rundown on how we feel halfway through the season. So, Ruben, I know the first thing you wanted to talk about was the El Matador or the Matador name for Luka Doncic. So why don't you tell me what you think about that? Dude, it is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, like I get the whole connotation of it like being... He played in Spain, okay, Matador, but like when you think of a Matador, they like they let the bull go past them, mm-hmm. you know, and it's more like that's not doesn't seem like a con- good connotation when you're an NBA player to let someone go past you. Yeah, you know? I mean, Matador defense is a thing, which yeah. is just let everyone past you. Exactly. So there's so. that, and then the whole issue of like. You know, the front office basically, like, claiming the nickname. So let's say, like, let's say he did like it, you know? Like, he would have mm-hmm. to, like, buy back his own nickname. Like, if you were, like, to, God forbid, like, go to a different team or something like that. And that's just, like... Yeah. There's a lot of, like, weird, like, legal, like, you know, corporate things that I don't like about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So one thing I will bring up about that is that the Mavs did claim the trademark for the name, but because it's a name for a person or a nickname for a person, um, Luca would have to give up the rights to the Dallas Mavericks in order for them to trademark the name. And from what I was reading on Twitter, um, there was some lawyer that posted about it and he said that the signature was not there on the, uh, on the application. So shouldn't be a big deal, but it's still a terrible nickname regardless. Yeah. It's like either way, like, you know, like, so you have, or we have in the NBA, like, people have nicknames. So, like, I guess Wade goes by, like, Flash sometimes, or, like, the Big Diesel, blah, blah, all that stuff. You know, half half amazing, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think so you those, say that, but I don't know of anybody other than announcers on TV that call him that. Like, true. it's, yeah. it's D-Wade. Like, yeah, D, it. yeah, D-Wade, yeah. Or like I think one time like um the Mamba, or I think one time Kobe was trying to do, trying to do like Vino, because like wine like he ages like wine or something like that. I don't know. It was really I mean, weird. Black I remember Mamba stuck for for Kobe, so I will give you that. Yeah, but I mean like I just feel like in this day day and age of like social media, people aren't gonna retain nicknames. 
Yeah. You, you can't manufacture a nickname. It just has to come organically. Like how last year people were like, but Dennis were like, he needs a nickname. It's like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> you know, like. His nickname's DSJ. Yeah, like, we call him DSJ for now. You know, if something organically comes up that like he had latches onto and the fan base latches onto, then great. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like like Giannis, um, he's the Greek freak. Like that one stuck. Yeah, you know. And I like, can't just, think of like any like top tier players that have nicknames that aren't their name or their initials. Exactly. Other than Giannis. <laughs> well, no, a- Anthony Davis has the brow. The brow. Uh, Joel Embiid has the process. The beard. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. For I James really Harden. Call, I don't really call him. I don't really call him the beard though. So. Some people do, but still. Yeah. Um. But besides, he's the only Luca. Yeah, that's in true. the in the league right now, you know, like. Wait, is he the only actual Luca in the league right now? I think he is. I think there there might be someone coming over next year. Okay, yeah. Who's also uh, from the same region, but I have no idea. I just read it one time on Twitter, and I was oh, yeah. Okay, well he's only Luca. He is the only Luca in the NBA currently. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the only Luca that I know in the world is the guy who plays for uh, Croatia in soccer. Yeah. That's it, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's not a common name. Um. Uh, and Luca is a pretty well for for NBA standards is already like a good enough name that like you hear it and you automatically know who we're talking about. Exactly. So there's not really a point in him having a nickname in my opinion, other than Luca. Yeah. But I mean, well, let's brainstorm this a little bit. Let's say if we had to give Luca a nickname, God. what would you want it to be? Man, that's just it's so like. It's like, so Wonder Boy would be good for now because he's still technically like a kid. But, yeah. like, when he's like 27, like, who's going to want to go by Wonder Boy at <laughs> the 27? Wonder Boy you know? No, the Wonder Boy at 40. Right? It's like, no. Like, like I wouldn't want to be called a Wonder Boy when I'm like, you know, yeah. that age. So, like, I wouldn't even call it now, you know? But, um, I don't know, man. Like, the Wonder Boy is like the closest thing I could think of that would like be okay for right now. And I know, like, people come to me on Twitter and are like, hey, we should call him this, we should call him this. And I'm like, I mean, it should all be up to him, like, what he wants to be called by, you know? Like, like as much as I hate it, like, I have to respect the fact that KD didn't like the Slim Reaper, like, you know? Yeah. Like, which, to I, me, was, like, the greatest nickname of all time. The Slim Reaper is an awesome nickname. Yeah. But he doesn't like it. He isn't, like, he didn't gravitate towards it for whatever reason. Yeah. So, you know, I have to respect that, even though I hate it, you know? I just don't know, just the Wonder Boy, I think, would be, you know... A, Unless he does some, unless he does like something cool or like kind of crazy like on social media and like it just latches on that way, but yeah, you know, yeah, I think Wonder Boy would be a fine nickname for now, kind of like you said, it would only last a couple of years if we had to pick something. See, if he were Croatian instead of Slovenian, I would be like he could be the Croatian sensation. Oh, that'd be kind of nice. yeah, yeah, but but he's not Croatian, he's Slovenian. Um, yeah. so I I can't think of anything like to go off of like i understand the appeal of the matador if you think about it for five seconds like but that's what the mavericks do with all of their marketing it's like hey what sounds like a good idea that sounds great let's do it with like no repercussions yeah yeah and social media hates that (laughs) like (laughs) you know like i'm definitely the jerseys are a perfect example of this oh god the jerseys man (laughs) Those damn jerseys, man. I cannot. I, as much as I like, I'm gonna miss like Dirk. You know, like mm-hmm. I still like a part of me is like, well, I mean, like we get new jerseys though, like you know. Yeah. Like 
I don't want to buy like a Luca jersey until like we go through the you know he gets some we get a new new design and if I like it yeah so. yeah like I'm really concerned that we're just gonna get the most bland design possible whenever the redesign happens or they're just gonna stick a logo on the jerseys like they did for our city edition <laughs> or put D A L everywhere because everybody knows that that's what we use for the city of Dallas we that's what we go by. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's we'll see. I've always I've almost wanted to like DM Mark Cuban and be like, yo, like let me like be a part of like <laughs> he does follow else. you on Twitter. Yeah, just like let me just like let me do something like for the <laughs> team to help out like branding wise or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, just uh just connect him with um with Skylar and for real, dude. Everything I really will be fine. should. I should just DM Skylar's tweets, just like yo, like here. It's yeah. like hire Skylar, please. <laughs> Bring the green back, please. Yes. Please, oh my god, dude. <laughs> so whatever happened to the uh, to the court design from like 2011? I think it was like 2015. Oh, you know what? It's funny. It's funny. So I had a friend mm-hmm. actually like submit like a design for that, and you know, kind of giving him shit for it. You know, just like ragging on him a little bit throughout. You know, a couple weeks, like, hey, like, when are you gonna find out? When are you gonna find out? Never found out. You know, like <laughs> submitted, like never did anything back. I think he even like tried to like call like you know the front office or whatever, like yeah. asking updates, and no one like I don't think anyone really ever like gave him anything. You know, not a word about it. So I have no idea what happened to that. Like there were some good designs, you know, like yeah. There were also some terrible ones, but yeah, also, yeah. But I mean, like the good ones were like, okay, like I could, I would yeah. totally be cool with this. But yeah, right. I don't know what ever happened to that. Yeah, neither do I. Uh, but kind of going back to the season. So uh, right now, the Mavericks record. Let me look it up. It's not good. It's bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's go to the standings. I think we're like 14th in the West. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're next to last in the West. So yeah, we're 14th in the yep. West at 18 and 22. And uh, I tweeted this out uh, yesterday from the Hoops and Hefeweizen's, uh Twitter. And we're like 3 and 11 in our last 14 games. Oh, so <laughs> after that 12 and 3 run where everybody was super excited and everybody's like, oh, the Mavs are totally going to make the playoffs. Everything's great. Everything's coming up. Everything's coming up perfect. Like, no. <laughs> no, not it's, at all, dude. We're tied with Memphis at 18 and 22. We're only like four games back out of eight play, eighth place, but that seems like so insurmountable right now, though. Like it, it does. The way we're playing, it's just it's it's terrible. Like yeah, which I mean, there's like a lot of things I want to talk about that too, but that would take like two hours <laughs> of just like constant complaining, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah, we'll have time to talk about it. Like. The thing is, is like there are multiple ways that you can look at the season and how it's gone. My biggest concern is the fact that while players were injured when we were going on the run, you know, Carlisle was doing things with the lineups and doing things with the sets and and strategizing. And now it's like everybody's healthy and it's just kind of like, Let's just run the same lineup over and over and over again, even though it's a terrible starting five. And even though one of our best players, Maxi Kleba, gets no playing time. Like, I understand it a little bit. Dirk has to play. You know, this is probably his last season. But why is Dwight Powell out there and shooting threes over and over and over again? Dude. Oh, man. Like, because I think someone DM'd me yesterday about it. And I was like, oh, like, yeah. I don't really get DMs during games. But just, like, 
in-game stuff because you know whatever but someone yeah i mean they're like why is dwight out there and i was like i have no idea dude like i wish i could tell you <laughs> ask rick and then Rick yeah. is gonna be like well that that's our uh that's our set that's our lineup or you know whatever and it's bad like and like rick is so good at the non-answers dude ah he is he's so good at them I, I mean, that's it. his thing. Like, I understand. Like, he's not going to give us an answer for everything. Like, no. things happening in the background that we're never going to know about. You know, trade season's coming up very soon. Well, trade season's right now. You know, the trade deadline's in a month. Um, the All-Star break's coming up, and it's... Something has to change. I don't know what has to change, but something does. Yeah, and there's all these, these trade proposals. And stuff. I heard we're looking into Kevin Love now. So that was from a reporter, and I don't know who it is, and I'm not going to look it up, because okay. every single person that quote-tweeted that dude was like, you have not been right about any NBA rumor in, like, 15 years. Okay, sweet. Okay, cool. <laughs> I just saw, like, I saw it haphazardly, and I was like, I'm not going to react to this right now. Yeah. I just don't want to. <laughs> but Kevin Love is not good. Yeah, no. He's not good on a four-year deal and injured constantly. I should rephrase. Like, he's a good basketball player, but I would not trade for him. I don't know who I would trade for at this point, honestly, because there are so many teams that are buyers and not very many teams that are sellers. No, yeah. And so it's like, what are we going to do? Get Otto Porter? Like, that? that's basically our option right now? Like, that's kind of the only option. I think we, like... If we do anything, like, but it's like, who would they willing to take? Who, do, who would they be willing to take on? At this point, like, everybody wants Otto Porter because he's the only guy that we know is on the market that has any value whatsoever. So you're going to have to give up way more than you should. Exactly. And then if we want to keep on the trade rumor block, there's something that's near and dear to my heart that bothers me, which is the let's trade Dennis Smith Jr. immediately train. We can, dude, you cannot trade a 21 year old. He's a 20, yeah, 21 year old point guard. Yeah. Who's in the second second season in the league? Like you just can't. Like, um, I know there are a lot of people that are fans that complain about Dennis Smith's lack of court vision sometimes. Like, the thing is, is that when I watch the games day in and day out, like you can see the flashes. Like Dennis Smith knows how to pass the ball. He knows how to make good passes. He knows how to finish at the rim. He just doesn't do it consistently. The turnovers are really bad, and they're usually live ball turnovers, which Kirk talks about all the time on his Twitter, so you can go follow him about that. (laughs) And they're not good. Like, I'm not saying that Dennis Smith Jr. right now is a good NBA basketball player, but what are you going to trade him for? Because... What team competing right now needs a point guard? And if they do, what are they going to give up for Dennis Smith Jr. that's worth it to the Mavericks that are trying to speed up their rebuild rebuild process? I don't see anything out there that's going to like give Dallas what they want, which would be a young player that's already established in the league and on his rookie contract <laughs> that, any, that any competing team would give up for DSJ. And and that's not to say that, like, that he doesn't have room for improvement. Obviously, he does. He needs to get better. But I don't think that we can give up on a dude that's 21, like you said. Exactly. I feel like, I know, like, it's completely a completely different scenario, but, like, I go back to, like, you know, um, like the early days of Steve Nash. Where he wasn't yeah. really established, you know, like... I mean, even early Dirk was not very good at basketball. Exactly. You know, like, these things take time, like... And I think, like, Luca's been a blessing. Like, Luca's like, literally, like, he's like Jesus to me. But, you know, I think having him and then comparing him, like, to Dennis, you know... Everybody's yeah. like, why isn't Dennis doing this? And it's like, well, like, different learning curves. Different like, you know, like, Luca's been, like, in the pros for, like, four or five years already. 
you yeah. know, Dennis has like been playing against like college kids, you know, for a year, for one year. Yeah. And then before that, high school kids, you know, so it's like. Mm-hmm. Well, and he missed a senior year of high school. That's right. He, yeah, that's right. With the ACL stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. So think about this. He played AAU all the way through high school, which you know that they don't teach you very much in AAU. It's no. all a showcase. Yeah. Um, I will not get into the things that Mark Cuban said about it because I disagree there. But I think there are certain fundamentals that are not taught in AAU. He missed his senior year of high school, which was going to be the most competitive basketball he would have played up until that point. He played at a uh, NC State. He played at an NC State team that was not good. <laughs> <laughs> no one yeah. around him was good. The no. coach got fired midway through the season. Like they didn't make the, the college basketball playoffs. Like everything that could have gone wrong wrong for the kid leading up to coming to the NBA had gone wrong for him. Then he's on a bad NBA team with not anything really to build around him. And then in his second year, he gets set next to a dude that's better than him at everything that he does well except for athleticism. And he's having to change the way that he's played basketball his entire life on the fly. So is it going to work? I don't know. But I'm not comfortable enough to, like, give up on the kid yet. Exactly. Yeah, like, there's just a lot of factors that were going against him, you know, like this entire process. You know, so it's like, let's, let's build around, like, Luca. And like, I feel like he could be like a good piece that like for him for to be around Luca. Like, I think he'd be really complimentary, especially because he's he's very athletic, like super athletic. Yeah. Like those lobs, you know. Like, I think that'd be fun. That'd be fun basketball, you know. And he's like he's improved on his. Again, like I only do the eye test because I don't really look at the stats, but like looking at just like how like how he hustles like on defense, you know, mm-hmm. he's like. And he's an underside guard at that, you know, yeah. if he's playing the two, you know, like it's like, he's, he's, he's like holding his own. Like he holds on against like, who was it? Paul George. Yeah. Be like, like a week ago, like, dude, like, come on. That's amazing. Against yeah, Paul no. George. And he still has those moments of mental lapses. Luca does too. Luca's a terrible defender for what it's worth. Oh dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is why Dennis needs to be a better defender because you can't have two black holes on defense which is why i still don't understand um having dirk and dwight on the floor at the same time beside that point (laughs) i'm not saying that we can't get rid of dennis smith i'm not going to be the opposite of the people that are saying that we need to get rid of him my thing is is that as a fan your expectations go up significantly with that 12 and 3 run with luca being the best rookie far and away with with Luca putting up generational talent stats at its rookie year. And you look at Dennis Smith and you're like, okay, does this fit the timeline of us competing right now? And obviously that's a no. But at the same time, what pieces are here that have us compete right now? Harrison Barnes? Mm. <laughs> Maybe. 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 And that's it. I think Maxi will be a good piece in a couple of years. Well, this year even, if he was utilized. But he's not right now because he's logjammed behind Dwight Powell for God knows what reason. And Dirk for obvious reasons. You've got Dorian Finney-Smith and he's behind fucking Wes Matthews for, again, I don't know what reason. I don't know why. (laughs) Money. Money is why. Um, You've got DeAndre Jordan, who decides when he wants to play and when he doesn't. Oh, God, dude. When he decides (laughs) he wants to play, though, like... He's good when he wants to play. Yeah, dude, I hate it. Like, I'm just like, bro... Hey, let me back all the way up on a screen and then get dunked on. I know, man. Like, just... 
And then it's like you got Dennis Smith Jr. and and he's not very good right now. You've got Jalen Brunson, who's just a worse version of Dennis Smith Jr., except for maybe he can pass the ball a little bit better. And he doesn't probe as much as Dennis does, which I think is a Rick thing personally. But and then you have JJ, who's good, but he's old. Um, he's old, yeah. <laughs> you've got Devin Harris, who was good for a couple of weeks, and then he forgot how to play basketball again. And he's aging um, as well. Like, <laughs> and, and he's old. <laughs> Um, and who were we missing? Ryan Brokoff? Sala. Like, Sala? You know, just... I don't know about Brokoff. Like, I think he could be good at basketball. Some, oh, it, I think um, Max Levy on yeah. Twitter, like, had a really good profile on him, like, before the season started. And I was like, okay, like, this guy could probably play. Like, he's just generally just, like, a three-point shooter, you know? Like, sharpshooter, which is cool. Like, okay, cool. We need someone to stretch the floor, you know? Um, yeah. He did really well that other game the other day. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, he can play. He was good you know? against the Lakers, yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, he's good against, you know, LeBron-less Lakers, but, yeah. you know, like, um, I think he should get a little bit more burn, especially for not going to be competing. Like, we need to see, like, what... Because he could be a piece that we could bring, like, a little more, yeah. like, you know. And I just like following his Instagram because he posts about his dog all the time. Yeah, because so. <laughs> my concern is, like, I don't think the Dallas is making the playoffs this year. I think they'll be competitive, but yeah. I don't think they'll make the playoffs. And yeah. I don't see Wes coming back. I don't see DeAndre coming back. Wow. I don't see Dirk coming back. I don't see, at this point, uh, JJ coming back. Like, he might retire. Um, I don't see Devin coming back. Like, that's five guys right there that are big rotation pieces, kind of, that are all going to be gone next year, where we need to be building around Luca, Dennis, Dorian, Maxi, and then maybe Ryan Brokoff and, and Jalen Brunson. Yeah, that's six dudes. Yeah, and three of them get no playing time, and that's a problem. Yeah, like that's like super infuriating. Like to me, like you know, because I want to see yeah. the guys like play and see what they're made of, and like, okay, like, is this someone that I want to like? I want on our team next year. Is this someone that I like? I want to yeah. make sure like we can sign long term, like maybe for like a you know a team friendly deal or something that like benefits both you know both but parties. The thing for... is, it's like if we had if we had had this conversation. A month and a half ago, when Dallas was in the middle of their win streak, we probably wouldn't be saying any of this because we wouldn't care. Yeah. Because they would be winning. Yeah, having fun, like in the present, like not even thinking about like, okay, cool, like what's gonna happen in you know next year's off season, <laughs> you know stuff like that. Yeah. So at this point, my half joking goal is that Dallas barely misses the playoffs and then somehow gets the ping pong balls to fall, get the number one pick, get Zion Williamson, like. Call it a day. <laughs> like I, I know that I like was jokingly, jokingly tweeted about looking up Zion, Zion like uh, highlights the other day, but mm-hmm. I, I really did though. After the game, I was like, yeah, let me look at some of this real quick, <laughs> see what I'm, see what I'm, see what we could be working with. <laughs> but I mean, we're like 99% not going to get Zion. But yeah. regardless, if you like basketball, go watch Zion Williamson highlights because that dude is a monster. He's a freak, dude. I don't know. How the hell he does that with that body, dude? He's so fast, <laughs> like <laughs> for his size, bro. Like it's so crazy. But uh, there's nobody to compare him to. Like I cannot think of there really any isn't. player to compare him to. There really isn't, dude. He's a freak. I mean, to be fair though, a lot of us thought we weren't gonna get Luca either, and like that turned yeah. out. So you know, anything is possible. I guess on draft night. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> like anything can happen. We'll see what happens going into the season. But I mean. If you had to take my money right now, I would say Dallas misses the playoffs. Probably is like a 10 or 11 seed. Yeah, the ping pong balls probably don't fall our way. <laughs> so Atlanta gets to keep our pick. Yeah, what? where would you put your money right now if you had to? Like, where do you think Dallas falls at the end of the season? Let's see, I think we would probably... Oh, 
because this is I'm trying. Hmm. We do have like the second word, second hardest schedule out of everybody else. I think. I think I read that uh, somewhere, and I was like, we fuck. we did before we went on this losing streak. Okay, I don't know about now then. I yeah, I don't know about now either, and I don't feel uh, like looking it up. Yeah. Uh, it's like eleven, eleven or ten. Yeah. And the thing is that the West is like so like compact, you know, right now where it's like okay, like maybe, like maybe we keep it close with everybody else, but. I mean, we have half a season left to go, so. Yeah. Um, Tankathon, remaining strength of schedule. Dallas is at three. God damn. <laughs> With their Man. easiest remaining opponents being the Cavs twice, the Suns, who we always lose to twice, the Knicks once, and uh, the Wizards once. And we seem to, like, kill the Wizards, which is always interesting, but. <laughs> yeah. But we lose uh, to the Knicks and to the Suns. That's true. So, God, those man, those losses still. <sighs> yeah, not fun. No, not at all. So, I mean, it's one of those things like we're going to do our best to enjoy the rest of the season, but I think we'll call episode one an airing of grievances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to yeah. Reset for the new year and reset our expectations, because yeah. I think if you talked to me at the beginning of the season, I was really optimistic and I was like, oh, the, you know, Dallas could probably win like 40 games. Um, and I knew that that was super optimistic, but I believed that if everything went correctly, obviously that didn't happen. Um, and then the win streak happened, and I'm like, okay, like, may not win 40 games, but we're a good team, probably going to make the playoffs, maybe be like a 6-8 to eight seed. Um, and then that falls apart. And so now I'm like, I'm trying not to overreact and be like, oh, Dallas is the worst team in the NBA. They're not. Um, but at the same time, like, I think that the optimism that we had to begin the season and during the win streak, like, at least for me, is pretty much gone. Uh, speaking of Zion, he had 30 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, oh my God. 4 steals, and 1 block tonight. So... <laughs> <laughs> And that's with Coach K not really utilizing him correctly. Yeah, dude. I cannot believe that. Because <laughs> you got to give the ball to R.J. Barrett, who is terrible. Like, he's not God. bad. He's going to be a good basketball player. But I, I go to Mavs draft for all my, you know, drafting stuff. I don't watch any, like, nothing except highlights. So Yeah. <laughs> hey, highlights are good. Yeah. Um, speaking of Mavs draft, we need to get him on here. We do. I'm gonna before call the end of the season. Him. Yeah, dude, we should. We need to get him on here because he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, we have, we have a lot of we have a lot of uh, smart people on uh on Twitter for the yeah, most. Yeah, lots of people on Mavs Twitter that we'll have on here, and then like if anybody has any suggestions on you know topics to talk about or something that they want to hear about next week at the next podcast or if if they have a suggestion on who we should bring on to the podcast as a guest, um, you can email us at mail at hoops and or you can DM either of us on Twitter, DM the, the hoops and have account on Twitter, but it's pretty easy to get a hold of us. Yep. Um, I think, do you have anything else like you want to talk about before we wrap it up? Not today, man. Okay. Yeah. So, we're going to call this episode one of the reboot of the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. And, you know, we'll be back maybe on Sunday, um, but definitely within the next week. And we're going to keep it up that way. So, again, you can email us. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex D. Maldo. You can follow Ruben on Twitter at uh, Reddit Mavericks, correct? Yeah. Or, is it Reddit or, or my personal Ruben Tomas. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, either one like i said you can email us um hoopsandhepavisons.com as well um and have a great night guys 